Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. It's the seventh day of February. I want to thank you for joining me today, and I want to encourage you to take a look at the midweek, full midweek sermon that we put out every Wednesday. At least I do everything that I can to put one out on Wednesday. Every now and then, life just doesn't allow it. But for the most part, we meet every Tuesday night and we here in Flowery Branch, Georgia with our Georgia group, and then we post that on Wednesday. I've been doing a series sort of unofficially titled One and Done, words that are hapax legomena. That's Greek for heard once. Words that appear one time in the Greek New Testament. Why is that important? Well, it's not necessarily important, but it is interesting. Not everything has to be important. It can be interesting. And it also sometimes serves to open up some pretty interesting things. I, I don't know how much I've said this publicly, but I've told some, some when I've been talking about this series, and that is that I, I use this as a vehicle to get to other things. Because the hapax is interesting. You go, oh, here's a word that only appears right here. Okay, well, why? Oh, okay, well, I don't know, and maybe it doesn't matter. But what does it mean? And in some cases, it liberates us from a bad translation. Now, I'm bringing that up because it's Wednesday, and of course, that means there's a full length out there. Go check it out. But I also am linking the thought process of that series with what we're looking at today from Luke chapter 9. I'm not here to point out a hapax today, but I do want to link it to, to something that Jesus tells us, and we'll get to this a little more when we get into the Lord's Prayer coming up. But in Luke chapter 9, we're at the end of the feeding of the 5,000, verse 16 and 17, he took the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, he said a blessing over them, then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. In John's version, he says, thank you. The Luke version, he says a blessing. Same thing. Thank you is a blessing. So Jesus doesn't beg, doesn't scream, doesn't yell, doesn't go off and fast and say, I need to go talk to the Father. He just responds. He sees a need. He responds. And then they all ate until they were satisfied. And what was left over was picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces. So Jesus not only provides... For their need, which is hunger, he provides for their want, which is excess. So much food that everyone gets all they want, and there's still 12 baskets left over. I've sort of jokingly said, a basket for every disciple. <laughs> but I don't know if that's the case. I, I, I think that the number is not to be lost on the reader of Luke. 12-year-old girls dying... One with the issue of blood 12 years is cured. Crowd eats, 12 baskets left over. 12 is a number that is government of God. When Jesus chooses his disciples, he chooses 12 because there were 12 tribes of Israel. Luke leans hard into the number 12. He's showing Jesus as bringing about a new kingdom, which ties me to the Hapax Legomena I was telling you about a moment ago. We are like six weeks deep into this series, and the very first one that we did, I titled Tomorrow Bread. If you haven't listened to Tomorrow Bread, I highly encourage you to check it out. What that does is it looks at the Greek word Jesus uses for daily, give us this day our daily bread, 
a word that not only doesn't appear again in the New Testament outside of the Lord's Prayer, but doesn't appear anywhere in Greek literature. And it's a word that unfortunately got translated as daily, but that's not the same word as daily in the Greek. And a better translation, and we're tracing this all the way back to to Origen, the great early church father, who was a Greek genius, said that this is really bread from from the future. It's bread from tomorrow. It's, it's bread, you could say, from the kingdom. And so Jesus isn't saying, give us just enough for today. He's saying, give us that which comes from tomorrow. Give us that which is from the storehouse of heaven. Provide for us, not just one day at a time. And, and as far as I can see, it's 12 baskets of fragments. It's don't just feed the 5,000. Feed the 5,000 from the government of heaven, from the kingdom, from the twelve. Feed the 5,000 the kind of food that never goes away, where there's always enough to eat, where the kingdom provides everything you need, not just, let me say that better. The kingdom provides everything you need and then some, not merely what you need. And we've all seen this in the, in the free favor of God and the graciousness of the kingdom. So, Jesus provides enough for everyone to eat. Another gospel tells us there were 5,000 men, not counting women and children. And so we know that there was, who knows, 10, 12, 15,000 people maybe, which for this day and time, even today would be a big crowd. For that day and time was astronomical. It's another reason why this miracle was so overwhelming. This might've been the single greatest crowd that Jesus had ever drawn. And then he performs what might be the single greatest miracle. But he doesn't simply perform it. He performs it times 12. He performs it at the pace of the government of heaven. He performs it kingdom style. Not just today's bread, but tomorrow's bread and the next day's bread. And I don't know any other way to interpret the 12 baskets of fragments left over. I don't I, I, like I told you before, I jokingly said each disciple gets a basket, but I think what it really indicates is that they were letting people pull from the baskets as much as they wanted. And after everyone is just completely stuffed, they still have 12 baskets moving around the crowd full of food. There's no way to deplete it. And you could say there's no bottom to the kingdom of God. You'd never scrape the bottom of the barrel. And and I send I give this word to you, knowing that as I'm giving it to you, I'm really giving it to me. And that is we don't have to understand the physics behind how there's no bottom to the barrel of the kingdom. Because understanding is not crucial to our faith. We just have to trust that if we reach into the basket, there'll be enough. I don't understand how the Father does it. I just trust He'll do it. I don't understand how He's going to meet all of our needs in this ministry. And yet every year, every day, every week, every month, He does. I'm determined to stop trying to understand it. And I'm starting to learn to just trust it. Thank you for being patient on my part of the journey and for all you do to help us. We continue tomorrow where Peter has a little confession to make about Jesus. We'll see you then. God bless.